And so I think all of that coming together in one thing to create more community uh, is going to be really monumental for it. Guys, welcome back to the Ordinary Discussions podcast. I am your co-host, Aaron, and Jeremy is joining me today. We are excited to bring you some incredible Ordinary Movement news. Some big changes are happening, and we're bringing it to you first. So thanks for joining us. Before we get into that, don't forget to like this podcast, rate it, share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with everybody so that we can expand the message of discipleship to everyone that's listening. And without further ado, here's your host, Jeremy McCommons. What's up, guys? Let's do this, Aaron. Ready to kick this off, talk about some some life and some changes in OM, ordinary movement. What do you think? I'm ready. I'm ready. I was born ready. You were, I know. Hey, before before we get into uh, some of the changes, I thought it'd be cool if we recapped some of the comments that we've gotten from some of our videos, our more recent videos. We don't always have a chance to do that when we have guests. So when it's just us, being able to read some of those would be cool if you're yeah, cool let's with do that. It. I think we should. Uh, this first comment is from our Shark Attack Survivor podcast, which was an incredible time talking with Tiffany Johnson. Uh, Renee Moore, 6568, says, <laughs> when, you got, <laughs> when you got to the part where God kept you from bleeding to death, I cried and my spirit tingled with excitement and worship and thanks. I'm so glad I got to hear your testimony, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in heaven someday. Dang. That is yeah. an awesome comment. Thank you, Renee, for sharing that. Uh, you don't have to wait until heaven to meet Tiffany. She's still here. She did survive. And it's, uh, it's an amazing thing to know her and have, have had her to uh, my church and on the podcast. And I agree with you. Her, her story really touched my life. And I'm glad we were able to share it with others, too. What did you think about it, Jeremy? Oh, I thought it was an incredible podcast. And I had nothing to do with it, um, which is probably why it was so good. Uh, I should let you just run with them more often, man. No, no, no. No, she was a great guest. Um, if you have not watched that podcast, go back and watch it. It was excellent. There's another uh, comment there. And by the way, if you are listening, comment. I can't tell you how much it helps our channel. Um, first off, it's great to hear from you guys. Second off, it just helps. Uh, the more comments there are, the more YouTube promotes it to other people. So if you want to yeah, get the word the of God out, leave some comments. And the more that we feel like we're not just talking to ourselves in a room. It's, yeah. Sometimes it feels a little lonely, but when yeah, we get nice comments, some feedback. we know you're there. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't know how to say that at Luis Pedro Del Port 7622. <laughs> That's an amazing. <laughs> he said, he said, what a beautiful testimony. God definitely hears our prayers because he loves his children. Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. And then he, he had some more things to say, but that's, that. I thought that was great. And so yeah. a lot of comments on that, on that podcast. So guys go, go listen to that. What about another one, uh, Aaron? Which one was that? That was the the greatest struggle that, of the current church. No, no, no. That was still on, um, that was on, oh, that was on the same shark one? attack. Yeah. So make oh, sure wow. you guys watch that shark attack. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, That's huge. she literally got her arm bit. I, yeah. Crazy good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Well, the, 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 uh, the, the thumbnail shows her holding up her arm and like, well, I guess, yeah, there. I guess it's out there. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's tell not, us about the greatest struggle. Greatest struggle, greatest, maybe the greatest struggle is me talking. The greatest struggle in the current church podcast. Uh, that, that was yeah. a good one too. 
Yes, we had a comment from David G. Music, fellow musician. It's awesome. Uh, loving this discussion. Yes. Thank you. We need pastors. Help us, pastors to help us work out our own salvation. Thanks for being honest and transparent in this talk. I agree, yeah, man. Pastors are part of part of the journey. We have to take responsibility ourselves. And I love work, the, the challenge of work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Um, it's much different than just a get out of hell free card, right? That's a much, much different, different sort of faith. What do you think? That's right. Yeah. So then there, by the way, David's one of ours, by the way, I know who that is, David. You know him? Oh, I know David David G music. Yeah. He's one of ours. He's led a group. He, uh, so guys, come on, keep, keep coming. This is great. And then we have at country bird. I don't know who country bird is. Maybe he's one of ours. I'll just read some of it. So Leo was our guest. Uh, he's a discipleship pastor, and um, he was just talking about discipleship within the context of church. And he, and so Country Bird said, as, as Leo said, my discipleship is to Jesus. Sometimes I think a real relationship with Jesus gets pushed to the side because some people are more focused on a particular church, pastor, or congregation rather than the gospel that Jesus actually taught. Um goes on to talk about there's a lot of confusion around um, progressive Christianity, which also points back to a podcast we did the, la- the last week uh, mm-hmm. with Bob Hanke, which is the uh, the dangers of progressive Christianity. So check that one out. That was amazing. Um, and check this one out as well with Leo. Uh, the greatest struggle in the current church. You guys will enjoy it. He's a, he, he was a great guest. So, and thank mm-hmm. you, Country Bird. <laughs> Country Bird. Cunt. Sorry. And hey, I've got like, I got one last comment before we get into this podcast. Uh, we don't want to we don't want to hold you guys up too much talking about comments. But there's this guy that commented on a podcast we did with an Olympic skier, Christina Landa. You guys should listen to that great podcast. And this guy named at Aaron Rayford. Aaron Rayford. Rayford. That's it. Ra Ra Wyford. Hmm. Um, and he said, "What an amazing guest. Blessed to hear from you, Christina." Wow. That's a great comment, whoever that was. That guy is very thankful to be the co-host on the podcast. Yes. Yes. So we will even comment on our own podcast. Yeah, man. Christina Christina graced us with her presence. That was an enjoyable time hearing from her um, Olympic career and more. I feel like we should have her back. Definitely have her yeah, back. Yeah, you know what? I, I want to have her back, and it'll it'll go into faith, I'm sure, because we're all faith-based. But I want to hear, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, the Olympics. What was the Olympic <laughs> Village like? What was the food like? What was training like? Uh, give me crazy stories. That's what I want to I want to hear, like, the, the behind-the-scenes. Um, so if you guys want to hear us do a podcast with Christina, behind-the-scenes Olympic experience, uh, if faith is part of it, great. If not, it'll just be a great discussion. Let us know in the comments. You just want to try to figure out a way to get to the Olympics. I know the real <laughs> reason you want to have her back. Yeah, unless there's some sport for old men, <laughs> I'm never making the Olympics. <laughs> never, never say never, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for leaving comments. Uh, we love it. Keep doing it. But, uh, Jeremy, I wanted to maybe jump into some updates for everybody what's been going on over the summer. Um, and then we'll get into this new news, this ordinary movement news. That's, that's huge. Um, but how's your summer been? Let's give us a snapshot of your season. Yeah, let's, let's do some life updates here. Um, I doubt anybody really wants to hear about me, but Hey, I'll tell them anyhow, in case they do, <laughs> you tell me I need to. So let's, let's do it. 
Uh, it's been an amazing summer uh, in Colorado. Just, I mean, phenomenal. Uh, so I, I can't remember a summer I've enjoyed more. Um, so that's great. Uh, Jess and I, my wife, we climbed a 14 er the highest peak in Colorado, um, two weeks ago. So that was cool. Mount Al- Albert, El- not Albert, but Albert, I think it's 14,400 feet, 387, but who's counting, I think is what it is. Jeez. But so, uh, that was amazing. Little, little different oxygen level there. I felt like I was a sloth. Like when you're there, everything just feels like it's in slow motion. Your brain changes. Like, I don't know. It's weird to, hmm. it's weird to experience. Um, that reminds me of the podcast with Eric Alexander that, that climbed Everest and, and led a, bl- a blind man with him. I mean, that's like, uh, gosh, was it 30,000 or 40,000 feet? I think it's 40, he, 30 or 40. Did um, he, had he climbed some, some of those in Colorado too? Oh Maybe. yeah. He does them. He, he does them like weekly. So it's yeah. not a big deal for him, <laughs> but yeah, the body, the body has to acclimate. So that was pretty cool. Um, I had a bunch of friends come out. We rode, uh, I only rode half. I'll be I'll totally honest. The triple bypass, it's a, it's a bike ride from Denver to my town and it's 120 miles over three mountain passes, really three and a half. It's like, I think 11,000 vertical feet of gain. It's pretty legit. And so, um, that was in the last month's newsletter. There's pictures of that, those guys, and just the intentional relationship around that. So, uh, check that out in the newsletter, but that was a highlight of my summer, um, course kids heading back to school now that's always Mm -hmm. weird Uh, even though summer's not over it makes you feel like it's over i don't like that um and then elk season man i mean september is right around the corner you guys may be getting this podcast in september so i may be right in the middle of it but you're going into the woods aren't you oh yeah i've got two weeks in wyoming and then i got two weeks in in arizona and uh two weeks if i don't if i'm not successful if i Oh, I got to be careful. I did a podcast on success. If I'm not able to harvest an animal, it will be two weeks each place. If I'm uh, fortunate enough to harvest an animal earlier, then it'll be a little shorter. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. One of them is with John Weems. Uh, hey, John, what's up? Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Fredericksburg guy that led a group a couple of years ago. He was in uh, one of the first ever ordinary men's groups. And uh, so him and his 18-year-old son are coming out to Wyoming, and that'll be a blast. And then Arizona will be just if you don't know anything about elk hunting, Arizona is like the, the spot that everybody waits to go to. It's very hard to get a, an opportunity there, but I was fortunate to, to draw that this year. So I'm excited. Is that the one where everybody puts in for like the lottery regularly? I have a, a friend and business partner that I, I think it was Arizona maybe, but yeah, all the States are that way. They're, they're almost all are either straight lottery or preference points lottery. So what happens is every year you don't draw, you get a preference point. So let's say you draw for 10 years. That means you have 10 preference points. And then it's, it's so weird. I don't even want to try to digest it all here, but <laughs> dissect it all here. But uh, some States you get weighted points. So it's, you know, for every point you get, you get four chances. So if you have 10 points, you have 40 chances. So it increases mm-hmm. your odds of drawing. Other States are straight draws. And then some States are um, preference points weighted draws. So, uh, the tags go to the people with the most preference points. And that's you. Well, then some states have a hybrid where 90% of the tags go to the highest preference point holders, and then 10% is a random draw. I only had four points, and I got it off the random draw, which is like a 2% chance. It's a 14-point tag, so it normally takes 14 years to draw it, and I got it with four. So 
I feel pretty fortunate. Were you like running around the house celebrating that? Was that like when you got that information? If it was because you just kind of nonchalant, well, two percent. But when you, when that happened, are you making noise and telling Jess? Well, originally it was so odd. It. I'm going elk hunting. <laughs> Originally, it was so odd. I actually jumped online to make sure I didn't apply for the wrong tag because I was like, how did I get this? So I spent like the first two hours making sure that I wasn't kidding myself. And then I got pretty darn excited. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty awesome. I knew it. I wish yeah. I could have could have seen that. Enough about um, Jeremy. Tell me what you got going on, bud. Yeah, summer's been incredible um, and fast paced with the kids, you know, being home. Carrie and I celebrated 14 years Uh anniversary we went to virginia, virginia beach for that so that was like really cool marker of this season and then um actually i'm just getting back from our last kind of vacation before the school year starts we went to the outer banks on the side where you have to drive like on the beach it's oh yeah um we're, it's like, wild like horses four by four, four by four yeah the wild horses we saw them um it's right the house that we were staying at is right on you know, maybe like a mile or, t- or two from the Virginia line. So I actually like went on a run into Virginia during vacation, ran back home multiple oh, that's times. Cool. That park right there, you can like, you can camp in there. Um, and it's just like untouched beach. So as I was like running, I'm like visualizing people coming in ships for the first time, like land, this is kind of what it probably looked like when they landed sort of thing. Um, so that was really cool time with the whole family to just, relax, unwind, connect before the busyness of school, um, which every season has its benefits, its pros and cons. But I look forward to coaching um, soccer this season, middle school boys soccer, coaching that. Um, You know, I got multiple middle schoolers. My younger two are not so young anymore. They're in like uh, second and third grade. No third and fourth grade now. And I can remember what I was thinking at that age. And I'm like, how are my youngest that age? Um, so that's kind of blowing my mind, but, um, you know, just one thing about the year in general, you know, we started off this year talking about new year's resolutions and, you know, success and all this stuff and kind of framing up your year. And one thing that has struck me about this year, I've, kind of for the first time watched the time more carefully knowing that it's good that it's flying by and going okay well i've only got four weeks to get this project done and so when you're that intentional you watch the time just tick like this faster instead of you know when you're on vacation time creeps a little bit slower so it's been a a very fast year but a very productive year and um you know, with all the different things that I'm I'm involved with, with between work and between OM and being a dad and being a husband and trying to steward all of those things. I don't think I could do it without the help of um, the people on my teams, my wife, God, staying connected, getting into that secret place. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I can see the finish line. I'm already playing. I'm looking ahead to Christmas. I'm like, that's going to be nice cross uh the finish line and then we'll re-up on our goals i uh, will have to do a goals part two podcast for january or something like that see where we ended up but it's oh, been boy. a whirlwind for to sure see, see how we did huh yeah yeah we should yeah. put it out there jeremy accomplished I don't know if I want, I don't know if 90 percent of his goals 
he, he accomplished, he was so successful that he accomplished 99.9% of his goals. I'm sure that's what it'll be. And all of our listeners will just be like, wow, so great. Yeah, I'll just lie. I'll have to lie to make that happen, but that's what I'll do. I want a pie chart, a, a success pie chart in that podcast as a visual. Be great. Hey, you know, I was going to, I was going to say, uh, you know how you ran across, you went from North Carolina to Virginia, right? You just yes. ran across the border there. I hear right you can do that in Mexico now. I hear you can <laughs> down in Texas. You can just <laughs> jump across the border um, and just is it hang, that easy? I just I I think it is. I think that's what I hear. <laughs> Not to make this political, but I just couldn't Whoa. resist. Hey, well, I hey, I did think about that. I was like, wow, I feel like I'm doing something illegal, like jumping across this. But at the yeah, same time, should I be doing this? It was easy. No, on one of the yeah. runs, there were a couple of Rottweilers that like came up to me. I thought I was going to have to fight or flight, but they well, were they know, were friendly. I think you lose either way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, dude, that is actually uh, I I was afraid for my life. Dogs dogs attacking is one of the things where I'm like, I kind of psych myself up. Like if that happens, I'm going to give it all I got. But I'm I'm worried. I don't know if you have the yeah. same concern because. Your dog is like a little little tater tot, but <laughs> he is a tater tot, literally. <laughs> Your dog poses no threat to any other living creature, but I. This is why our podcast. I said let's keep this thirty minutes, and Aaron <laughs> laughed at me. This is why our podcast never stay thirty minutes. So I actually have a fear of dogs for that reason too, uh, because when I was a kid, I got attacked by a dog. He actually was on top of me, ripped my ear halfway off. I had to get sewn back on, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I always. Like nowadays, I think if a dog came at me, I'm going to give him my hand, right? This and is your plan. Imagine okay. its mouth. So its mouth is here. Yeah. I'm going to grab its mu its muzzle or its 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 nose, right? So it's going to bite my hand. I'm just going to sacrifice the bite, grab its nose, and then the back of its neck, and and just pop. And then you've already <laughs> practiced it in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In case the dog attacks. Isn't that so funny? Like, like anybody watching this, and like this guy is so weird. He has literally <laughs> thought about it. Yeah, I have. I thought about it. I know because I'm in the woods sometimes, man. It's like if like coyotes come and attack me, or like I, I, there's no way I'm winning. But it, nonetheless, I'm like I'm gonna have a plan. Like I'm giving up my hand. I'm giving it up. If coyotes come and attack, what are we doing? Me, Cut this. Prepared. Cut all of this out. No, of this. Let's, no, get to, let's get to. Let's get to. Let's get to what hey, matters. Tune in next week to hear my plan of attack for if a dog attacks me. Yeah. And then grizzlies. We're going to talk about how we're going to survive grizzlies. Five steps to defeating a grizzly bear. Coming oh, I think soon. we could get, I bet we'd have more views if we talked about stuff like this than what we talk about currently. Hey, it's not about the views, but I do You're like right. talking to you about this stuff. Yeah. It's kind of all fun. that being it said. Is. We can steer it back towards uh, some of our changes. All right, back to OM. OM changes. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Well, can I tell you what I'm most excited about in the, I guess, not, I guess it, I don't know how it'll all stack up, but regardless of the time frame, I'm really excited about the OM National Connect because I oh, missed yeah. it last year. I missed it last year and I'm not missing it this year. I'm going to be there. You I didn't heard miss so it. Many. You missed it. But the get thing it, is, get it. You missed it, but you missed out. Like you, you didn't just miss it. You missed out. It was great. I think you're saying the same thing. But I heard so much positive feedback from all the guys and saw the pictures and saw the videos of the the tents. The the 
I think some dudes were glamping in a tent. That seems like something I'd be interested in. But the activities, the the speaker, the worship, I heard so many good things and um, I'm already signed up. So I'm I'm most excited about that before we jump into the some of the other new stuff. But yeah, so so let's we'll do a different podcast promoting that that I'm sure, but so let's not spend too much time on it. But June twenty seventh, that's a Thursday, you will travel. We'll have we'll have a, a session that evening. Give your goodie bags, your swag. You'll be enjoying the Colorado evening. I mean, it's just gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. And then all day Friday, the twenty eighth, all day Saturday, the twenty ninth, and then fly back on the thirtieth or what I would do is actually stay a day and just enjoy it and do whatever the heck I wanted. But, um, but you can fly back. So if you got to get back for work, so it's really only missing two days of work and, um, we're going to make it. So it's super affordable for everyone. Uh, travel will probably be the, the hardest thing, but you can really travel to Denver quite, quite cheap. Like if you look at like frontier and some airlines like that, you can come for a really good price. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll, We'll get rentals and cars and people jumping in different cars. It'll be it'll be amazing. I cannot wait. Uh, I will say, uh, please, please, please put it on your calendar and save the date. I know family vacations get booked during that time. School's ending, the whole nine yards. Put it on your calendar. Make sure that you don't book something over it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to open it up to uh, any high school age <clears throat> uh, guys as well. So if you have a son and you want to bring him or you have kids in your uh, in your church that, that you want to bring, then bring them as well. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be amazing. And I'm having a lot of faith on this. Uh, it's hard for me to do cause I'm a dollar. Oh, I didn't realize I I'm like, I'm like matching my computer right here yeah, you came and my prepared. cup and my cup. Nice. And by the way, speaking of that, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place today. Look at this, dude. So guys, this is our swag. You got to go to our website and get some of that OW swag, man. It is OW or OM. I wear all the, Oh, I'm sorry. Not OW. That'd be ordinary women, uh, ordinary men's swag. But if you're a woman, get some OW swag. That's right. But anyhow, uh, yeah, you should do that. It's great stuff. I wear it all the time. But um, uh, what was save I saying? Save the date. Save the date. Yeah, save don't the date. It. Don't don't let don't let a camping trip. If you're from Colorado, all these guys are going out camping. Like, make sure you're there. You'll you'll be glad you did. Oh, I have a ton of faith. Is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I had to book this thing and put deposits down for 150 people. We had about 50, 55 last time. So if you were there last time, I expect every one of you to bring three, two to three people with you and mm-hmm. you know how good it was. So it won't be, it'll be, an, it'll be something you want to do anyhow. So yeah, yeah, that's one, that's one big thing coming up. Love it. But you know, the OW National Connect just ended too. And it was incredible. Barely got yeah. home. Yeah. My, my wife went on that and she came home raving about it and sharing incredible stories about the, the trip and, Obviously, Bear Lake is a destination in and of itself. She said that that's the, um, what did she say? The Caribbean of the Rockies or something? I don't know. I think they said. call it the Caribbean of the West or something. Yeah, yeah, something know. like Never that. Because the, the water is just that crystal clear on this lake. Um, but I heard I heard everyone had an amazing time and a meaningful time, right? Not just like you know, one, one small little, little story that came out of it that I thought was crazy. Like, just obviously God was moving and working in, in all of the ladies' lives. But um, first of all, she said that she had a conversation with every single person there, a meaningful conversation, getting to know every lady that was there. Now, if that's not intentional relationship on display, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Because typically you can have like, oh, I came with my friends and I'm comfortable with these people or these people. But that wasn't the case. It was, it was a beautiful time. 
of connection and uh, discipleship. And then um, she also said that there were some people there that weren't even connected to anybody there, that the Lord had just prompted them to do a search, a Google search, and they found the connect signed up and went in faith to be a part of it. And so that got me jazzed. I was like, dang, like, you know, I'm from behind the scenes, just helping with this thing and just contributing, you know, from, from the, from the OM side, but to see God move in a major way there, um, was really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, My wife was there as well, said the same thing. And, you know, we do our connect, our national connects different than a lot of people. It's not like a conference. Um, we're all about experiencing and encountering the presence of God in our sessions, which are mornings and evenings. And then we're all about intentional relationship and having a great time. Hmm. So we leave a ton of time in the middle for everybody to have a great time. Cause we believe those are where the best conversations happen. It's like God yeah. puts something on your heart in the morning. And then you have this awesome, awesome opportunity to discuss it with your friends during the day. And, um, yeah, so you don't want to miss, the O cause that's the next one coming up. OWB the following year, but don't miss the OM national connect. Trust me. You will be happy you did. Yeah. Um, but that's some upcoming stuff and some past stuff, but what about, what are we doing, man? Let's, let's talk about some of that. Yeah. You, you want me to, you want me to talk about the, the thing or are you going to talk about the thing? Why don't you start with, with the <laughs> rebrand? How about that? Well, I'll, how about, I'll do a soft launch. So you may or may not know that, uh, I guess more more recently we created a a a organization called Ordinary Movement, which encompasses both ordinary men and ordinary women. And mm-hmm. um, you know, Jeremy, uh, you you'll agree it's not that there's been ordinary women over here doing their thing and ordinary men doing their thing. It's all been one goal of disciples making disciples. Um, and so with that has come some difficulty of how to communicate best and efficiently and have everybody kind of having the same language and the same mm-hmm. platforms. And, and so through all of that and through, um, you know, lots of prayer, consideration, hard work, uh, Alex doing amazing things um, and, and things behind the scenes. And I guess a, a lot of collaboration is, is what I mean to say. Um, we are working through a rebrand project um, to unify that. Um, Jeremy, you want to you want to expound on that? Yeah, I mean, this will be the new logo, which is the old logo. It doesn't look like we did much, but we actually started on this path of like we had a, a, a brand mark for ordinary movement, a brand mark for ordinary men, a brand mark for ordinary women, all different than the current one. And then the more feedback we got, people were like, we like the old brand mark and it's recognizable and people already know it. And so Mm -hmm. we're like, well, ordinary movement, will just keep that brand mark and then we'll have a word mark, which we'll be revealing soon. And so the brand mark, the the word mark will be ordinary in our own, our own script and with the long tail Y and in the Y, the tail of the Y will say ordinary movement, ordinary men or ordinary women. So that's how we'll differentiate. And so it'll unify us across the board. We'll have our, our separate colors for each. But then it'll it'll eliminate a ton of confusion around, well, is ordinary move like when somebody's an ordinary woman and they hear about ordinary movement, they don't even know if that's the same organization. So mm-hmm. it's a way to unify everything, um, eliminate a lot of confusion, still have the men's tracks, the women's tracks. We're all unified across the board and we're all one team working towards the same mission. So I think it's going to be really good uh, in the end. And um, 
it, it's funny. Sometimes you put a ton of work into changing something only to find out that some of what you had was what you really wanted from the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, our, our brand mark will, will look very similar, which I think is great because we love it. It's simple and, and, and I like it. So, uh, that's one big change and we'll be revealing all that soon. Excited for that. Yeah. And that'll cause us to have to do a lot of website revision. So when we're in there doing that, we're going to uh, revise all our websites. That's another big change coming. Mm -hmm. um, Websites, we have, socials, pretty yeah. much everything. Our workbooks will be the same workbook, but we have a version four. We're adding a lot of content to it. And, and the form of content, it's like a QR codes, um, ways to get additional resources, um, solidifying some of our cultural and core values throughout, uh, pointing people to intimacy more often throughout because that's our number one core value. Uh, pointing people to use the Bob Sorge book more often. It's not just a one time in the intimacy session. It's meant for the whole thing. Uh, and then also adding a little more at the end on multiplication. And if you've been through ordinary men or ordinary women, of course, we want everybody to multiply out, use the tool, use the platform to lead their own group. Um, but our success rate in that, if success rate is the right word, but our, our multiplication rate, let's say that has not been what I would have expected, or I think would feel movemental at times. And so we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to make it clear how to take that next step and to mm -hmm. encourage people overcome those objections. So there's a lot there with that, with that book revision as well. Mm -hmm. um, so looking forward to getting that done. Yeah. And that just, a lot of that is going to eliminate any barriers to, it's not that when I first got involved, it was difficult to kind of reconcile the business key performance indicators and then like what that looks like from a kingdom perspective. And I would say I'm still, it's still a journey. You want to do everything with excellence, but success isn't always like, okay, like you guys have to lead groups because I led a group. Like a lot of times God is stirring something and doing something on his timing and we're just in support of it. But a lot of these changes I'm excited about because they, they just eliminate the barriers for people yeah. if they do want to leave. It makes it really easy to say yes. You have all the tools at your disposal for you know connection, training materials, um, your resources, videos. And so I think all of that coming together in one thing to create more community uh, is going to be really monumental for it. Yeah. And I think with multiplication, like we've said often, uh, you measure what matters. And so if you measure the wrong things, people will perceive what matters most isn't necessarily. What I mean by that is all we measure is new groups. Then the perception is that the only thing that matters is multiplication within the organization, which is not the truth for us. Mm -hmm. um, we believe multiplication can happen many different ways. We just so happen to think this is a great tool and a great platform. And it's an easy way for somebody that doesn't have something specifically like this could be the specific thing God puts on your heart. But if you don't have some specific ministry that he's calling you to lead or some specific way that you know to disciple someone, then this is a great tool to use, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe this is the tool God puts on your heart. So we do need to measure that. But we also are, are very careful about measuring via survey. So if you're going through ordinary movement, please fill out our surveys. This helps us so much as an organization. We have a hard time getting these surveys back. But when we do, this is the things we really want to measure is, uh, did you grow in intimacy with Jesus? Did you grow in intentional relationship with others? Do you have a deeper relationship with the Lord and spending more time in the word of God? Like these are the questions in our survey. So now we can say, well, maybe we don't have the multiplication rate we want, but 95% of all people that go through ordinary movement say they have a 
greater intimacy with Jesus. Okay. We won. Like that's, that's yeah. what we care about yeah. because Jesus can, the Holy spirit, Jesus can, can then move in the heart of people throughout time to nudge them where he wants them, because that's what happens when you have a relationship with him. He speaks to you. Right. Yeah. So multiplication is important, um, if, to us, but it's not the only <clears throat> thing we matter, but I also think it's valuable. Um, as we, as we, you know, add things to the books and the, and the drips and all these other things about multiplication is a direct ask is important. I can't tell you the number of things I've done because somebody asked me if I would do them. And most of them are things that I've really been glad that I did. And I probably would not have done them if they would not ask me. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I think we had to be willing to ask people and, uh, and let them say no. Yeah. Like having a strong, a stronger call to action, you know, that's right. And saying, Hey, yeah. It's your, it's your turn. It, you know, if you feel like, feel like the Lord's calling you to get off the bench and get in the game, then this is, this is an opportunity to say yes to that. So I think that's what it was for me. I think that's what it is for a lot of people that are saying yes right now. Shout out to all our new groups that are starting. I've heard oh, yeah, we got a, as a early lot. as today that we had a handful of women starting groups and um, some guys that are starting group in, yes. what'd you say? Iowa? Iowa just got the registration link. Just, just registered today. Yeah. Yeah. We're not in Iowa. Now we are. It's another state we're in now. Thanks to Paul. That's great. So, yeah. So there's some changes, you know, the rebrand is a, is a big change. Um, although it won't look like it, but it's a big change because it, it helped us organizationally to understand where we're going. Obviously the website revisions around that, the, the workbooks, the first OW national connect getting ready to start, uh, promoting for this, this new OM national connect. Mm -hmm. But I would say the biggest change came around, uh, something that took a lot of prayer and a lot of thought and, and meditation and, and discussing with other people for, for wisdom around it and knowledge. And, and that would be, we're changing our model to, for, for leadership to a raise your hand to lead model. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, Aaron, explain what that used to look like versus what it's going to, I mean, it'll still look like the past, but explain what that means. <laughs> yeah. I know firsthand what it looks like in the past. That's right. Um, <laughs> and I don't, and I like the journey that I took because I feel like that's what God wanted me to do. But, um, when I found out about OM, it was sort of an indirect, um, thing where I kind of just joined a leader group on like kind of a retreat where it's just kind of getting started, getting acclimated with like connecting leaders together. But that was before I had really done any of it. So after that, I'm like, yo, I love what's going on here. How do I get involved? And in order to lead a group, you needed to have gone through a group. So then the problem was I needed to find a group, which wasn't a problem because there was one starting in Fredericksburg where I live at that time. So Jeremy was able to connect me with a leader back where I live, met those guys, connected with them, went through an entire year with them. And then after that, then I was able to kind of, at that point, I was equipped to know how it worked, what the curriculum was, and then pray about leading my own group, which I did. Um, but as you can kind of deduce, like that's a lot of steps and a lot of ifs, right? If somebody hears us on this podcast right now and they're like, oh, I really resonate with what is being said and, you know, getting more active in my faith and, and, and playing a leadership role at my church or, or whatever it is, uh, it's hard to be like, well, okay, well, we don't have a group in Missouri right now. So mm -hmm. sorry. Um, you know, so that is sort of 
the thing that we sort of were praying about because in order to really allow for more growth and more groups and for disciples, making disciples to be more than just a couple of us here in, in this area and in Colorado, um, we needed to solve that. So now moving to the raise your hand to lead model, we're building out some things that allow people to do that and say, Hey, I want to plug this in at my church. I have a handful of guys that I'm already doing this with. And I've been praying about a tool that would make it easier. And I came across this podcast and that spoke to me right away. And, and, and those are the people that, you know, we're excited to be able to resource with, with the materials and be able to come alongside and support in prayer and, and, and community. Yeah. So that's great. Because as Aaron said, I mean, if you're in a state that doesn't have a group or if you're in an area that doesn't have a group, then how do you ever lead a group? You're just waiting. Right. And so we tried to do these leader intensives and they work, but it's just a lot of work to get them to get everybody together. It's not that they were bad. It just was a big lift. And you may be saying, well, that's not a big decision. Like you should have done that from the beginning. Like who wouldn't do that? That's how you increase growth. But you have to understand that like, we don't do things based on what we feel like will increase growth because that's not what we're looking. We're not just looking to feel good about ourselves because we put a bunch of people into groups. We, we want to do what the Lord's calling us to do. And I felt very clearly when the Lord put this on my heart, that the only way that you lead is you go through. So you, you participate and then you lead. And the reason I, I, I know that the Lord called us to do that that way is because what we do, a lot of what we do is counterculture. It's not counter to the word of God. It's just counter to current church culture in a lot of ways in the sense that we're bringing high challenge, um, also high grace. Uh, we're asking people to multiply. We are expecting people, if you go through this, that you will multiply out. We, we are, we are uh, trying to point people to not be consumers only mm -hmm. of the word, but to be doers of the word. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we have this anti-consumerism mindset, this, this whole, this, uh, this, this aspect around unity. Like, I don't care if you're Catholic, if you're Methodist, if you're Presbyterian, if you're Church of God, like we can all come together in a group and agree on these essentials hmm. and move forward in discipleship. So there's all these things that are kind of somewhat counterculture to, to what we may see sometimes in, in the church environment. And so it's very important that we had a foundation built and established so that we didn't have a couple groups come in and then throw us off track of the mission, vision, and culture of what God has put on our heart. Mm -hmm. And so I would not have led that way. The Holy Spirit made it very clear that that's how we, how we were supposed to do it. I would have led to say, anybody who raise their hand, you can use the, the material, right? So we did that for years, probably three, three and a half years. And we finally have a foundation that's strong enough. And I felt very strongly that it was time to, to possibly change it. Not so that we could grow, not so that we could have more groups, but so that we could be more movemental. Um, I, I read a book, um, contagious discipleship hmm. really challenged my thoughts around m being movemental. And part of being movemental is to really kind of let go of some of the reins, some of the control, create, create the environment and let people utilize it. And I really feel like that we weren't wrong before and we're not wrong now. Mm -hmm. It's just the trend. It, it's, it's, it's the transition of where God brought us, right? God doesn't change, but his methods do hmm. at times. And this is all, we're just changing the method a little bit so people can raise their hand. We still think the best approach is to go through a group before you lead a group, mm -hmm. because then it's easy. You've already been through it. You already understand it. But now we want to, to change it. Now, by changing that, you would say, yeah, that's a pretty big change. You can imagine what that may do to growth. We think it's going to be explosive um, because it just opens it up so many people. 
But that creates a whole nother challenge for us, which is probably these two areas are probably our two biggest changes is the raise your hand to lead model. And then the, the preparation for that. Mm -hmm. Right. So we currently have a backend platform. <clears throat> you log in, you create a user profile. It works <laughs> most of the time. Uh, we were on a budget when we built it. It's, it's, you know, it's duct tape and <laughs> band-aids and a bunch of things talking and they don't always talk together. And so we set out to, to find a solution to that. And so that's, that's, that's what I think the most exciting change we have is we, we have created, we have not created, we've, we've located an app, a company called impact.app that uh, is going to help us build out a semi-custom uh, platform for technologies. Yeah. And um, it will allow us that we could have, once this is built out, we could have a thousand people in one day decide to lead a group and we can handle it with the staff we have, which is one person and two contractors, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So we're using technology and processes and systems so that we can be great stewards of the money that is given to the organization and do the most with it. And we will do, I think, I will say this out loud, we will do more with the money that's given. So if you ever have a desire to give to ordinary movement, I would ask that you would highly consider it. We will do more, don't, don't give, invest. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to give somewhere, think of it instead as investing. If you ever wanna invest in something for the kingdom, invest in ordinary movement, because I would go toe to toe with any organization in the country as to, how much we can accomplish with what is given mm -hmm. um, because we, we are just so focused on utilizing processes and technologies and such to make this happen. And um, so this new app, it's not an app, it's, it's an, it's a web app, <clears throat> but it's going to be incredible, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be really incredible. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to do more than we know. Um, and I think it will also be a good communication tool. I think it'll connect people where, where they're wanting to figure out how to go deeper within their groups as well. So I think it provides solutions to a lot of the questions that we've had. So I'm excited about where God's leading us. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to have um, training portals. Uh, so if you raise your hand to lead or if you register as a participant, you're going to have a training either way. There's going to be uh, videos and there's going to be the written <laughs> version of it too. I can, I think <laughs> it's going to be written and video. Um, it's going to be, you know, you complete one step, you go to the next, you go to the next. I mean, it's going to be beautiful. It's all within the same portal. Um, so training videos, there's going to be online community within it. I know we all do social media and such, but it'll be pretty cool to have our own, our own online community. There'll be group management within the, uh, the app currently, if you have a group, you're kind of managing on your own. Uh, so within the same app, all of it in one place, you'll be able to see who's in your group. You can communicate with your group. Mm -hmm. You can invite people to functions. I mean, there's so much more than that. Uh, it does, it does so much from yeah. personality tests to, um, I mean, you, you can do so much with it. And I, I think it's going to be a game changer for the organization from the standpoint of how we're able to communicate with people. Uh, rally people around things, uh, make people feel like they're part of a bigger community. And, and most importantly, I, I really believe it'll allow us to harness whatever growth that God puts in front of us, which we currently are not in a place. If we had a thousand people sign up tomorrow, we would be in big trouble. <laughs> we'd be excited, but, but yeah, we'd figure it out, <laughs> but it would be stressful. Uh, yeah. And so this will change that. That's and good. so that's really good, man. And let me just say this, because I just want to give glory to God uh, in this. 
uh, we were looking long and hard to find this solution. And um, we were we were finally to the point that we, we were going to have to hire a, a third-party software engineer person to a company to create it. They were giving us quotes of like a half a million, a quarter of a million dollars to make this happen. You know, 150 to $250,000. And then monthly, if not quarterly maintenance, because once somebody builds something for you, now you have to have it maintained. And that was going to be thousands of dollars. Right. And we were thinking, how are we going to do this from an organizational standpoint? We have to make it, we have to do this right, but how are we going to do it? And so um, we, I reached out to a, another discipleship platform check them out. They're awesome. Um, is radical mentoring. And they were so open handed. It was so awesome to have another faith-based organization that did not feel the need to be secretive with their information. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's somehow we're in competition. It was like, Oh yeah, you guys are, you guys want to see what we're, what we're working on. We're actually switching over right now. We're using this. So we had a call with them. They showed us their back, the, the back end of their website um, how it works, everything else. They put us in contact with the owner of this, the founder and owner of this company, hmm. uh, impactapp.app, which I would highly recommend if you guys need anything like this, check them out. The owner and founder of the company just so happens to be on the board of Radical Mentoring. So we reach out to him, uh, to, to them. He finds out, he jumps into the conversation and takes over from his employee and hmm. says, hey, my, my language is discipleship. I want to help you guys all I can. So we have the founder and CEO of this company meeting with Alex and I doing everything. Like, we're like, we'd like to be able to do this. He's like, well, I'll add that to the app for you guys. Uh, I'd like to do Well, we'll change that for you guys. Wow. And what it comes down to is we now pay a monthly subscription fee, which is less than what it would have cost to maintain our own proprietary software. Mm -hmm. And it gives us more than we ask for. And it gives us everything in one place. And it's just a great example of like God's economy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we just, we just prayed about it, gave it over to him. And it's, it's almost mind boggling how, how supernatural it all worked out. <laughs> I'm just, I can't be so more excited. Good. I really so can't. Yeah, yeah. And you guys can be praying about it too. Like, well, as we're kind of navigating this behind the scenes, we want you guys to be a part of that partner with us in prayer. Like Jeremy said, you can give, but, but more than anything, like add us to your, your prayer list as we continue to have these things unfold and we want to do it um, the way that God wants us to do it, not with our That's own right. manly wisdom or womanly wisdom, uh, but <laughs> uh, get it, O-M-O-W. Um, but we want it to be God leading those steps and he, he knows what steps we need to take. So, so I would say if we could ask for anything, it would be prayer and um, partner with us in that way as we go into the next season. I would I'd wrap up with this because I I, I, we're probably boring people at this point, but no, around no, boring no, no, people. No, no, no way. So I would just say this. Um, I think it's important for us to bring you along the journey because there's a lot happening. Uh, and I want you guys to know what's happening. And some of you are listening and you, you were in a group two or three years ago and maybe you did something with it, AKA you grew an intimacy with the Lord, you had an intentional relationship, but maybe you never did a lot of discipleship from it, or you never utilized the platform or tool to, to do discipleship, but we're making it so even easier than before, uh, for us to resource you and be part of it. But all these changes that I just talked about mean absolutely nothing unless people like you take the next step to disciple others and utilize the tool and platform. It's free. 
Mm-hmm. You have to buy a, I think, fifteen dollar book or something. Like, I think all the books combined, if you buy them, are like thirty bucks if you buy them used or something. You know, it's not expensive. But the actual, that's just the resources to study. But the the process of doing what we do is one hundred percent free. Mm-hmm. We want to give it. We want people to have it. We want to decentralize leadership. We want to give leadership to discipleship to other people. But guys, we could have the greatest app. We could have the greatest branding. We could have the greatest websites, the greatest workbooks, the greatest model. But if nobody uses it, it dies because it will never be about us. It will never be. I say this all the time. It'll never be about me. It'll never be about Aaron. It'll never be about Emily or Alex. It'll never be about us. It's always about us providing the platform and the resources for you to walk out ministry. So this movement only happens and all this work we're doing only happens if people raise their hand to lead and step into what God is calling them to do. And so I would just ask if you're listening to this and that stirs your heart at all to reach out to us, leave us a comment. You can reach out to us at, on our website as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ordinary movement.com or ordinary movement.com. And uh, we would love to talk to you and just, I would just say, thanks for letting us share yeah. what's on our heart. Hopefully you, you understand how important it is to us and the passion behind it. And uh, we'd love your support. Yeah. hundred percent. If there's nothing else, Jeremy, we can talk offline about our dog defense skills. Yeah. I really want to, I want to graduate into mountain lion and grizzly bear. So, um, right, let's, let's, let's talk in. about that. Let's get into that. <laughs> Guys. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed these updates and until next time, let's Aaron. do this. Let's do this. See you guys. See ya.